What up, you little bitches? <laughs> we are back with the Peanut Butter League um, because it's trade deadline, and that means we have to. We've been doing this year a little different. Um, haven't been doing it every week, but need to get back on. And with the trade line coming up, I don't even know when it is. Um, I think we just said it's the end of the day tomorrow. A lot of action's been going on. Some have said no Vaseline. So who's a better person to bring on the pod than somebody who got no Vaseline himself? Today we got Vinny Boy on the pod. Vince, how's it going, brother? It's going, man. Tour of Texas this week. Um, and uh, kind of nice to finally be back doing the pod, man. It's uh, That was hilarious how, like, they literally said, now recording, then you just jumped right into it. <laughs> just no warning whatsoever. Just now recording. Um, so you're in Texas. You, uh, you're in Texas. Where at in Texas, you said? San Antonio? I was in Dallas, Houston, San Antonio. I've heard very mixed things um, yeah, about San yeah. Antonio. I think it's grimy, but the surrounding areas is nice. I mean, like you get up to like Northwest San Antonio, it's dope. It's uh, that's the hill country. Super nice over there. But so while we're, talk, while we're talking about traveling, um, where is Dakota beating his dick in the country right now? You know, right now Dakota he um, is in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, I was in Savannah not too long ago. Savannah's actually yeah, crazy. yeah. He um, stayed in the grimy hotel last night, but he's been eating seafood. He's been drinking soups. If it doesn't surprise me, but Dakota's a big soup guy, and he'll like it openly admit it. And I've never heard someone say like, "Yeah, I'm just like a massive soup guy." But he is one, and I think that is. I would not tell people that publicly personally. What like soup is he eating? Grease, grease, <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> Drinking grease soup. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, oh. so we're all traveling now. Hard to get on the pod. Stoked to be on it today. Um, but before we jump in to the nitty gritty, um, you know, this year the pod has slowed down quite a bit, and you've been one of the biggest advocates pushing me for the pod. But on the other hand, I feel like you and Drew are. Two of the people where I I don't know if you guys are ever if you're gonna quit if you're gonna stay, um. So I just want you to tell me how much you've missed me. I've missed you. I uh, that, I mean, we'll get into the trade whenever we get into the trade, but uh, I'm not gonna say that was a big reason for it because there's a lot of variables. I did know that it would definitely pump some life back into the uh, the Discord and potentially bring back the the pod. Um, and so it is nice to have you back, uh, cause I was tired of just seeing, uh, just chip talk all the time. So, which, which brings me, I guess we can dive into that point. So I've been somewhat quiet this year. I feel like I've ramped up a little bit now with, uh, just the absolute undertaker resurrection of the trade. And now my team is just completely raw. I'm assuming I'll be completely back. Um, but Chip has tried to kind of take on the new the role of the new villain. Um, he's kind of a, like an IL-7 off-brand me. 
Uh, he just takes what I do and runs with it. What are what are thoughts on new villain of the league? Can somebody ever take take the place of the villain? Um, or am I just cemented in history? I think you're cemented into it, to be honest. But I I don't know. You play a good villain, like Chip. He he plays he can play the villain, but he doesn't play a good villain. Like I mean. Because sometimes he'll get on tangents where it becomes fantasy football, and it's like, you know, I got the best team in the league, but, oh, FSU, Bama, Duke. Like, he just, like, he just jumps around and, like, tries to find his way where he can, like, position himself to be the villain of this little, like, corner, but it just never works. And he's Drew, very bad at arguing. Um, Drew did say that Chip has been, and I, I actually may get this framed, um, that Chip has been more annoying than I have ever been. <laughs> yeah. So I what think did he say that I don't. I must have missed that. He said it in. Uh, it was in the group chat. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Oh, is that when he was like, "I'm not taking any fancy football advice from a DJ." From you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's been. It's actually been ramping up when the, when the shit talk gets like that. You know, as a villain, I mean, you're doing your job. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he has taken that over, but I am excited to get uh, people back and rolling. Um, but, you know, jumping into the season, we're here at the – is this the halfway point? No, we're way past the halfway point. We're yeah. way past. How many weeks in the regular season do we have? Uh, we have four more. Four more weeks. So we have four more weeks left. The playoff race is pretty tight. Um Kyle resurrected himself on the last pod. We said there's absolutely no chance. He's completely fucked. There's no way he can do it. Uh, he's gone on an absolute tear and is now three and seven, sort of making a playoff. I mean, I guess making a playoff race. He's only one game behind some people. Um, but, you know, this far into the season, who are your picks on best teams, worst teams? Who do you think's fucked? Who do you think could win it? Um, just want to hear your thoughts on the season so far. It's the worst team. I hate to say it's Drew, but it, I, it is Drew right now. Um, he just, I mean, he, Mason and I are talking about this, and it's, it's a terrifying thought because I know I say that I, I'm going to get out of the league, but I, I honestly probably will not. Um, this year, I just wanted to win so bad because, like, I'm just tired of, like, everyone saying that I'm never going to lose. And I, just didn't want to ride. I didn't want to ride no, to the very say, end of the season. You say you're always going to lose. Always going to lose. Yeah, yeah, Um, But the uh, Mason was texting me yesterday, and uh, he was like, dude, one of us has got to make a trade with Drew because he did, does not have like a single pick before the fifth round next year. And he's like, if this man does back-to-back beer miles, that's a nail on the coffin. He's never coming back to the league. But – we haven't really thought about this, and I thought I had for some reason thought about this pretty deep with Mason and I when he texted me that. But like, so what occurs if someone does leave the league? You know, like in the next person that you like, how? So let's say Drew loses this year and has no picks before the fifth round, which he does now. But let's say he didn't, and he's like, you know what? I'm out. I'm done. Who in their right mind is going to want to come in and be in our league and then look at what they have to walk into? It's like you're literally walking into like. Kodak, the, the like digital camera company, when they when Sony just came out their first like massive technological camera, it's a dumpster fire. So like, I think I think anybody who knows about the league though and how we serious we take the league, 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, we know for a fact. And I think, I mean, if that ever happened, somebody did quit, we'd have to go to a vote. We'd have to figure out who the best person was. But like Drew has been dying to get like Drew wants a league like we're in so bad. And if I literally went to him and said, yo, dude, like you have no fucking picks. Your team is off mm-hmm. the waiver and you have to run a beer mile. Like I know for a fact somebody like that would join. And I'm sure like yeah. we have a friend that would, Peacock that would definitely join. I think who Peacock Peyton. I think Peyton may, would maybe take the reins, but that's all hype. I don't want Drew to ever leave. I don't want anybody in this league to ever quit, which leads me to the question. I've had mixed thoughts on Drew with the beer mile because on one on one instance, um, I actually think he would run it. But part of me, because he always says he's going to quit, makes me think he wouldn't. Like if Drew gets last place, do you think he's running the beer mile? Do you think he sacks yeah. up? I think he will. I think uh, especially next year, uh, he will for sure, because obviously he's going to be local and he'll be at the draft. Um, but it gets to when the draft may be somewhere else and he can't come that where it gets tricky of him doing it or not. Um, technically there isn't technically in our, our bylaws that there isn't a rule where you have to be at the draft to do it. I don't think, I think you just have to run the beer mile, um, before the draft. So, I mean, that's, it is a thing, um, or something to talk about. I don't want to, I think it's okay to make it where like, you don't have to be at the draft because then someone's going to get screwed when we all get older and have kids or whatever, but you got to like record it or like, you know, Facebook live it or something for the guys to at least be able to watch while they're not there. But, um, I think he does run it. I mean, he already changed his team name to beer mile bitch boy or something like that. So like, he knows he's doing it. I do think the everyone being in person makes is what makes the beer mile electric, like watching somebody just. Yeah, I think so. I think this year was ele- like was not as electric. That's just because we were all mad at JT. Um, JT was his chest. I mean, talk about a fucking something blander than a glass of water. The guy comes into it fresh and just absolutely demolishes the beer mile. I mean, yeah. I, need, I need to see somebody puke, which makes me, which takes me to the next point. Out of all the people in the league, who do you think would? Uh, like, who do you want to see run the beer mile the most? Most people, I think, would say you. But I honestly, that's, I don't think that is one of my tops. I would like to see, and that's tough. I'd really like to see Dakota do it. Um, for sure. Or Ross. Dakota or Ross are probably my top two that I'd love to see do it. I would like to see... I would fucking love to see P Mills run that thing too. Sam, dude, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, just such a list. Like, I'm at the point where I'm like, I just don't want it to be JT. Um, there's zero chance that I'll ever run the beer mile. And if I did run the beer mile, I would, I would probably hire a personal trainer to get me just absolutely ripped, so I would still win in one way and show up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, dude, it would be so funny to see Dakota win it. Are running. Oh, it'd be hilarious. But we've only had a few people. So out of all the people who've run the beer mile now, we're sitting at JT, um, Mason, who else has run it? Brody and you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now when we, there's been a lot of argument, one of the biggest arguments with like me and Mason is always like, oh, how many championships you have versus last places. You're somebody who really wants to win a championship. You're saying, hey, you know, 
which we'll get into this a little bit, like trade deadline and trades that go through. Um, how much do you think when we talk about Rushmore and all that stuff, a last place impacts uh, where you stand in the league? Like in a last place, like how much it affects like your status. You have, you have your resume of the league where you finish your Super Bowls, your last places. Where do you think? Cause no one's going to remember if you finish in 10th or 11th, but like if you get last, yeah. you're, your last place. Like people like, well, I thought that like the beer mile would definitely like make people remember you losing more, but people also remember before the beer mile when I was dog shit for like three years straight and we didn't have any punishment then. Um, but I don't know. I think the championships means a lot, like having one. But the other question is, is like, at what point does it not matter as much? Or do you like, because eventually it's either going to be like the people who don't have one at all, but then a handful of people are going to start having multiples. So like, then when does the bar get raised to like, you know, who's many? the one thing I am with is like, you know, I think if you have one year, it's good. But I think if you have more than one at this point, it, it's a better status. Especially within, if you have more than one in the last, like, since you joined the league, I would say, you know, because like before then, none of those matter. And and let me just keep this on the record. Um, I did not even say or imply. Dang, Shu has an unstable internet connection. I'm here, what was the last time you <sighs> heard? You said, I will not either conform, confirm or deny. Oh, no. I said, I did not oh, yeah. course you to say anything. So you said that yourself. And what was the statement that you said? That none of the championships like before the last 10 years really matter. And I'm not, I didn't, okay. I see what you're trying to do here now. <laughs> I didn't mean, think about it. that. I'm not because saying it was the inception when you joined, but it's like that's when like God dang it, I fucked myself over here with that statement now. I said okay. since this is my point of everyone just goes against me and I actually spit facts. Like so there was a point when the league wasn't that serious. So Mason, I just want you to hear this loud and clear because I this isn't coming from me. And Vince has He's gonna be so mad. <laughs> He's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> but there is i think it is there's a very agreed upon or yeah. uh i think we all understand now, there is a point when the league got a little more competitive yeah yeah now now i guess i'll toot my own horn a little bit i think that the league it was serious before last year and before the beer mile but i do think that our league has taken a whole lot new level of seriousness since we introduced the discord over because you have so many different like avenues and it's a lot easier to like message and have banter, you know, and it's nothing gets lost in trend. Like, cause we used to like not communicate, communicate a ton. We used to just like shit talk. And that's all that it ever was. And now you have like, we can all like talk about different stuff. And so I think just like, I want to call it community because it's only like 12 guys, but it's still like, we all, you know, I think we talk more now than we have in the last, you know, organization. Dude. We have a, yeah. It's, it's the peanut butter league organization. There's literally, yeah. The shit talk channel. The channel. The boys are killing it with stats. I do. I shit on JT all the time and talk my shit. I mean, he comes out with his weekly stats every week. That's um, yep. That's always sick. Preston is just fucking non-existent these days. Where's Preston? Dude, Preston Ross. I mean, come on, Ross. Preston's the last guy I would ever expect to just not be there. I mean, he's 
chilling. I mean, he has a good record this year. I have to get my shit pulled up. Um, yeah, he does a good record, but he's Wyatt, also a piece of shit. I mean, he got wiped <laughs> out, and then, one, and then he just doesn't pay attention. Um, but no, the league. So to your to your point, we've gotten more serious. You, you know, I've mentioned a couple times. You just want to win, so I have to ask the question. I everyone says that you got fucked over in our trade. We'll talk about it. I mm. thought you actually had a good team. So why in the fuck did you? Would do I text? That? Hold on. Let's just let's go through the let's just dive into the trade right now. Because I would love well, to pull on. Before we, before we dive into the trade, taking a look at your old team. Well, taking a, taking a look at your old team, did you think, like, what led you to believe that you didn't have a good team? Um, basically, other than, like, beating JT, luckily, by, like, 0.16 points. Uh, if you wipe that out, losing five games in a row. Um, and the fact that, I mean, no offense, you're five. You you're five and five. I'm five and five. Uh, who else is? I mean, I think we're the only ones that five, that are five and five. But here's my thought process: is there's never been a more competitive year for the bottom, and a never more competitive year for the top right now. Like no one knows. And so, even though my team on paper is really really good, um, if you look at it that way, I mean, yes, it is, but it hasn't performed well whatsoever. And why am I going to try to – I wouldn't be in a worse position next year if I just stuck with what I was doing. But my odds of winning – I personally think my odds of winning right now, next year, are already higher than what they were for me to win this year. Just because the competition, the competition was just too, too stacked up top. I mean, but last year and, – and this brings me to this point. is like last year – there were fucking three, like, or four who... It was me, Brody, Drew, and I feel like there was maybe even one more, like, stacked teams. Mm-hmm. And Sam, yeah. Sam goes on that five-game losing streak and sneaks in and makes it happen. So are you... Because I don't think there Are you basically saying, hey, I'm only gonna... I need a team that wins the league, and that's when I'll feel confident? I need a team like JT has right, right now. For yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, not really, because but also at the same time, Sam made that trade with you um, last year. Was it you where everyone said he got screwed? So like Wait, maybe it could just because, be the- I mean, people people went nuts, but when yeah. he traded me Justin Jefferson, and then, yeah, that's what it was. So who knows? Maybe the Super Bowl, maybe I could look at it as the heinous lucky charm, and maybe well, I could just because like my team isn't that bad now, it's just I don't have running backs. My but if you look, my running backs haven't really done much for me. They have, but nothing else has came together. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can still make the playoffs, and I think I will still make the playoffs maybe. Um, I probably should have worked a deal and we're like, hey, I'll trade you these people, but you have to let me win this week. Um, I should have made that part of the deal. I get to bench them. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I still got Devontae, Amari. You know, Chip had this whole argument today when because I was trying to give, trade him Amari, and he's like, no, Sean's out. And literally the three weeks that um, – Deshaun was out in a couple weeks ago. I mean, Amari had like 16 points each week. So it's like, that's a terrible argument. But so I still got some, you know, decent players. I just need to figure out some running back situations. Lamar, I'll just put a disclaimer out there. You can send me a trade for Demar right now if anyone wants to. Or not Demar, Lamar. Um, <laughs> but I will never be drafting him again. He sucks ass. He's the most underperforming quarterback, it seems like. He goes on runs, 
but he just doesn't do much. Yeah, it's either 15 or 35. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first week he got 6.56. Yes. So you had mentioned, you had mentioned, you know, you're right. Your running backs were doing good for you. Everything else wasn't coming together. I mean, you're in the playoffs right now. You were making a run. Did you ever think of going the opposite route and rather than saying, Hey, like it's a stacked league, like I'm going to take everything away. Or did you say, why didn't you say, you know what? I'm going to go fucking hound somebody for some receivers, make a huge move. My running backs are stacked, which is a hard position to come by. Yeah. I tried that. And that's what ultimately led me is I tried to go that route and no one was being reasonably negotiating with me, i.e. Samuel and i.e. Preston. And I was just kind of like, it's, it wasn't even worth it. You know, if you literally want Amari Cooper, um, if I'm trying to get CD lamb and I'm giving you freaking ETN, don't also ask me for a first round. And then I get like a sixth round. Like, that's just not how it goes. That's just unreasonable. And so, like, there's no movement getting made for any of the people I wanted. Diggs, I get. Um, that's going to bite Preston in the ass late in the season because he has hard matchups and he's not going to score shit, and I'm going to laugh my ass off when it happens. Um, and C.D. Lamb might break his ankle or something, and then I'm going to laugh at Samuel. And so I'm just really pissed off about that. I tried, and it wasn't like a last-second thing. I've been trying to get Diggs from Preston almost all year and he just hasn't even really budged and like early in the season he was wanting like first rounders and stuff and i'm just like it goes back to like those guys used to always say like how it's annoying to, that we're always wanting first rounders and such high draft picks but like those people are also the same ones that go and do that so i, I think i'm still in god i didn't mean to cut you off i was gonna say i do think that players are so I remember because I was the first one to trade a first rounder for Devontae Adams to JT and everyone lost their mind. And then that just created an absolute monster of like what people expect to get. And I do think that like asking prices for players are so high. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, if it's a top guy in the league, but like some of the players that you go after and ask for people are running like second and third rounds. It's like, dude, can we not? Yeah, seriously. And like, I mean, it's, it's hard to, and this is not like saying, I mean, it's going to test a little bit to the people saying that I got screwed, but I look at this and this is where I, I don't think I did as much, but it's like when you're looking at trading for digs, you're trading for CD lamb, like those guys, you know, ETN is a top one or two round trade value, I'd say, but like, why, why do I want to give offer that to someone for like CD lamb when like last week, ETN, he put up only six and a half points. So it's like, you could be trading like some of your highest pick values next year and get absolutely screwed the following weeks. And then you're really fucked. Um, I think Drew's kind of a good example of that just because, you know, it looked good at first, but it's not anymore, obviously. Um, So it's better to be on the receiving end of the picks than uh, sometimes the players. I think you're better off receiving picks than you are receiving players in a lot of situations. Yeah. I think in, I think, but I do think it's getting excessive. What do you think about trading picks? Because I've brought this up in the past and I don't think Mm -hmm. it will ever change, but who knows it could. I I do think like trading picks is popular. I do think we've talked about it a little bit in the discord of like, it's just going to turn into that like very top heavy type of league, the bottom feeders. Like, and I've been saying, you know, the tank league where I do think like, if you don't trade picks, 
it it evens things out for the most part and like mm-hmm. keeps it a little more competitive all around which I'm somebody who I mean if we're trading picks I'm going to jump in and do it but I do think yeah. it would almost be better for the league if we didn't I think it's gotten extremely excessive um yeah. Yeah. and it turns into this top heavy type of I don't know I don't think any team should be as stacked as mine was last year JT granted I lost or as JT was or is now um, and I think that's going to continue to happen, or even like Brody and Drew last year. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think we would ever, you know, not trade picks? Do you think there should be a limit? Because Chip had brought that up at the last draft. Hey, you should get a limit on how many picks you can trade. Um, yeah. I'd love yeah. to hear your thoughts there. I, well, you know me when I'm a man who loves fines. <laughs> Love finding people as the treasurer of the uh, peanut butter league. Um and I was talking to Dakota about this, and it would be hard to police, but I don't think it really would. Um, I think we should set a number of picks that you're allowed to have in the first three rounds. So let's say like five. And not like right now, you can, let's say right now, you could have eight picks in the first three rounds. But once that deadline hits and the draft comes along next year, you're only supposed to have no more than a total of, let's say, four or five. And then for every pick extra you have, you got to pay for it. And so that way it's, it doesn't push people away from it, but it, it discourages them to do it unless yeah. it's, they really want to, you know? Um, and then that way, and, it, and, but we would have to structure the money to go towards something other than the winner because then they just get their money back. So it'd have to be like, it go to the draft weekend or something like that. I kind of like, and it doesn't have to be fines. It could just be like, Hey, you just can't do it. Um, but I think it'd be a little bit easier to police if you just said like 50 bucks a pick or I mean, everyone in this league's cheap, but 50 bucks a pick, I feel like is reasonable, but I would, I think that would be a decent, I think that's a cool, interesting route to go, but it just adds another layer, I guess, to this dynasty. I don't really understand. Is that where you have the same team every year? So Yeah. So dynasty is when you have the same team and I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that, but like it would be a long process to get it. Like mm-hmm. in place, I feel like it would have to be like a, a like a multi year because I yeah, every time you- I feel like I would want to start pretty much everyone to start like even yeah the uh, right. so then you could prepare on okay now I don't have to trade all my picks away so it's not like you know somebody tanks all of a sudden they have a trillion picks and they keep that team forever like it would definitely be a process to get that implemented I'm not necessarily opposed to it because the way we trade picks um. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's fun to have a new team every year too. Yeah. And I think if you did went dynasty route, it would take away from the, it would give people an out for the draft. I mean, not every, most people would still probably go or meet up, but it's just, you don't have that event anymore. So like tell, explain to me, like when I have, if I, if I ever have like, you know, two kids running around and I'm, you know, 40 years old or 38 years old, explain to my wife, like, Oh no, I'm just a weekend to go get away with the boys, which is what it is now. But like, we have instilled that it is draft. So basically we just couldn't tell any of our wives that we moved away from a draft. So every year it's just a draft weekend. Yeah. I mean, but, and honestly, fuck dynasty, the more that you like, cause even what you just said, like every year it's fun to see your new team. It's yeah. exciting. I just do think we need a way to get away from this, like super top heavy tanking, like trade all your pay. Like I, I would like yeah. to figure out a way to get away from that. And I think I've, Actually, I didn't vote with Chip because he was mad at me because everybody voted the other way. And Preston went on his fucking tear of how it's going to even out. Um, 
I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're turning into the tank league. Like I think that's the way it is. Um, which I feel like there's some really bad tankers this year. So I think, am I happy you traded me? I am. I can't believe you tanked because I thought your team was actually like, I feel like like with fantasy, you just have a team that's can compete. And then there is a luck factor that goes into it. True. Yep. Um, but then we have like, there's been a lot of trades that have happened in the last few days of like the people in last edition, their third round picks. Like didn't Drew or somebody just trade or was it Brody like a third round pick for a player like swift got moved and i remember i didn't get to pay too much attention to it but i was like why in the yeah. fuck did you do that if you're already tanking it was drew it and was maybe um, I missed it completely it was deandre swift and he got an eight and he was giving him a third round pick so mason was no who has uh who had deandre swift drew had swift uh yeah, so Mason got DeAndre Swift and gave Drew a third-round pick. Basically gave Drew his third-round pick back. So my question is, is why would Mason want DeAndre Swift? Because he's keeping Laporta. Because I think he needed a running back. But what's his record right now? Does he even have a chance? Oh, he does. He could make he's, a Yeah, he's not record. bad. And Never that's, mind. That's my, yeah. yeah, that's my... Other thing is, like, there's a decent push where, like, I mean, bro, we were talking for the first, like, four weeks about Ross being dog shit, and his team's actually pretty dialed now. <laughs> Dude, Vic Sexy's team has been dialed, dialed. I have no faith in him. Um, yeah. I think he'll collapse and he's going to lose, but you never know. He has won one. Um, but it is a super even year. Like, if yeah. you look at it, like, Mason's in 11th at 3-7. and seven. Brody's 3-7. and seven. And then Kyle's three and seven, and then you have Dakota at four and six. So somebody's going to sneak into that spot, and then you have me and you who are kind of fighting for our lives where we need to win some games. Yeah. At five and five, I think I'm going to be a wagon now. Um, I got a guaranteed win beating Preston in week, like a week or two, because uh, week 13, because like literally half this team is on buys. That's when you get absolutely fucked, though. You think that, and then all of a sudden, yes, yeah, true. Shit happens. Um, so with where we're at, does this thing have a timer? Also, how does uh, we started at, we started at uh, fifty five. I'm out of my. Own. We're about thirty minutes. Thirty minutes in. Um. So with that being said, I mean projections here. Who do you think is going to win the ship? I, you know, yeah, it's tough to like even pin it on it. Um, looking at some of the teams. Um, I think JT will be in the championship. Okay. I will say that JT will definitely be in the championship. I don't think JT wins. And the reason I say that is because a lot of the people that are, he's getting a lot of his points from, uh, for example, Allen, Jamar Chase, Waddle, um, like, Waddle's not going to do much because they play – well, they play Baltimore the week of the championship, which is a tough matchup for Miami. Um, Jamar Chase for Cincinnati, they play Kansas City the week of the championship. That's nightmare fuel for them. Um, and then Josh Allen, he plays uh, – they're good against QBs, but they play New England. So you never know how that's going to go because that's kind of a little bit of a rivalry. So I don't really think it's going to be JT. And that's going to be a hot take. I think. 
if it all pans out the way it's kind of going now, I think it's going to be JT versus either Preston or Ross. And I think Preston or Ross will win it. My hot take of the day is JT doesn't win. The crazy thing is, though, is like P. Mills has a really good record. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's had some fucking big ass weeks. Never mind. He's blown mm-hmm. his protection out of the water, but he also has some pretty low weeks as well. Yeah. Um, but he has shown that he can, I mean, throw up some massive points. I'm looking right now, week five, 172. We got 153, which is a good score, but then he goes down to 122. 135 normal 123 um but i mean that's the biggest thing once you get to the playoffs is to have that team that does explode but also you know when you think about it are you wasting your weeks that you're going off like yeah if you hit 170 like how often will that happen and if that happens early in the season which it generally happens like at least once yep. for every time you have a giant week yeah except unless you're me and you just have five in a row that aren't giant but um, you gotten? I mean, you're five and five. Your team was pretty good. Have you gotten fucked on scores, or is it more? I've gotten screwed on scores. Just like my guys just underperform. Lamar just underperforming. Um, I've I'm had uh, playing like the like. Are you putting up like an average score, and then you're playing like no, the top no, 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 no. Like, would you have beaten half the league in some of the weeks? No. Are you getting? Oh no, no. I'm just getting screwed. Yeah, that was another thing I looked at. So. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I don't make enough moves. Like when you look at like the teams, like I've only made twelve moves all year. Um, but you got people like you know uh, Ross, who they have, he had a bad team though too, so he's made thirty three moves. Drew's also made thirty three moves, so I guess you can look at it from two ends. Um, JT has made uh, fifty seven moves just because, like, I mean, the man doesn't work. Uh, he's just sending trades left and right to anyone and everyone. Maybe that's what I, I need to do: is just trade some just obscene shit. Yeah. So let's talk about this. I got to stop because we skipped over this. And I wanted to talk about this earlier. People were hating on your trade and it soon got like yours and I, um, or our trade. And it soon was forgotten. Once I saw fucking JT just absolutely annihilate drew. Do you have any insight to this? Which I understand drew, which I said in the chat, like I get like, if you're fucked and you don't want to suck next year, trading away your first, for a couple early round picks. You know what? I'll give up the first pick in the draft to get to be a little more like have a little depth, see if it all pans out. But how does JT convince this man that he <laughs> gives up like I have no clue how those picks pan out with JT getting Waddle and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I JT has some way of finessing some people and like a good way with words, I guess. I don't even entertain it. Like he literally texted me about a half hour ago and he's like, I got some flexibility now. Cause I told him I was like, can't do it yesterday. Cause I just don't trade with him. And then he literally texted me and said, what can you do? I have a little more flexibility now. Listen, I don't buddy. <laughs> I'm not trading you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing is like, I think me and JT have traded once or twice in the past, but like, it's also like the shit that he comes to me with. And maybe I am just, who knows? Maybe I'm so far up my own ass that I literally like just can't even like fathom what he's at. But I like truly can't believe that some people mm-hmm. like negotiate with him and from the tactics that he does and the shit he says, I'm like, yeah, no sense. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't know if there's, I don't have any insight in the one with Drew. I think Drew's just trying to get some picks early on and knew mm-hmm. he was done. Mm-hmm. He yeah. panics, thinks that he's not going to be able to dish him off. I'm going to take what I can get. Yeah. And try to restart next year. Which is just totally absurd to me. So out of, uh, I mean, you have, so let's look at it. You have the beer mile bitch, um, self-proclaimed, by the way. Uh, we have <laughs> Porta Potty, uh, The Dot, and then Jif Natural's biggest fan. Out of all the boys in the Shadow Realm, who rises to the top, gets out of the Shadow Realm, who falls back into the Shadow Realm? Um, what are your thoughts there? <sighs> I think... I think Mason might rise out of Shadow Realm. Um, ability there. Um, I mean, he has, you know, Debo. Christian Kirk isn't bad. Now that he has Swift, that may help him. Um, he plays Kyle this week, so it's a little bit of a battle of the Shadow Realm to this week for him. Um, actually, it's a, it's a two-week series in the Shadow Realm down there. You got uh, the, the Port-A-Potties versus Jif Naturals, and then you have next week the Laporta potties versus the Periods. Um, but then he has to circle all that back. Dude, that is a great. Even MJ read that. She's like, I. She's like, that sounds really funny. And I'm like, yeah, because it's, I we were watching TV and it was like, oh, Laporta for the catch. And she's like, wait, is that why Mason's team name is that? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's a good like, that's one. A- you've just lost all hope. My team, yeah. Laporta <laughs> mile bitch. I even switched <laughs> WTE at one point. Oh, dude. It's so funny. But yeah, um, Mason, I mean, looking at Mason's team, his team really isn't. Isn't bad. Isn't bad at all. Um, oh, Kyle's team, I don't, I don't know about Kyle, though. Kyle was trying to do a couple trades with me, and I just didn't really entertain it a ton. He's got, ter- he's got Kittle, Evans, um, Najee. I mean, Najee. his team's Najee's bad. He fuck it. He's just brutal to watch. He'll get some points just because it's like all. Uh... Yeah, he hasn't had a ton. He's had some good games though. 18, 15, 10, 15. I mean, that's not terrible. Um, I mean, if it's like an RV, like two. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, yeah, I mean, I could see. I think Mason rises out of the realm. I could see Mason rising out of the realm. I could see. But then who goes into the realm? Probably me. Yeah, I think, I mean, the crazy thing is, is I was looking at my matchups. I have to fucking play JT again, which really sucks. Um, I think I play Sam. Sam's thrown up some massive points. Uh, So my schedule, like, fantasy-wise, I think my team is, like, night and day better. Please, JJ, come back, because I think once Justin Jefferson comes back, I truly have a wagon. Um, But... I also have a hard schedule. I don't think I'm going to fall into the shadow realm, but I would also like to just fucking not worry about it because it is so close. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the people, I mean, who are definitely going to make the playoffs. You have P Mills, JT, Sam. How the fuck is Sam so good again? He is CD land. That's it. It was just going off, huh? Just popping off. Yeah. He still hasn't talked to me, by the way. Is he in Vietnam yet? No, he leaves tomorrow. He does leave tomorrow. But yeah, he's back at home. But I figured I might get a text like, "Hey, you know, what's we'll the see under- I get back. What's the over under on how many times Sam shits his pants on this trip from? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, 
Fruit, fruit. Endless, man. I have a buddy who his sister moved out there. She lives out there now for work. And she said, like, to adapt, like, adapting to the food out there, it took her, like, months. Just straight shits McGee all over. Let's let's put some bets out there for the boys, dude. Does Sam shit his pants on this trip? Like, an actual shit your pants, not, like, upset stomach. And a shark counts. A shark would count. Sharp account. I yeah, I'd say over under is definitely uh probably one point five. He probably might do it at least once. I, how is he gonna manage his team? If there's I have no, no idea. He's telling me that there's no internet. I'm guessing he he has someone one of his buddies that's gonna be doing it. We gotta keep a close eye on his team because I feel like we should make a rule that that's not legal. That I'm you just have kidding. to manage your own Find team. him. Find him. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I think. Um, I don't know. I, I have just, you, everyone knows, and I'll, I'm always one to admit, like, I just have a bad grasp on fantasy football. Like, I've tried to pay attention and, like, dedicate. I've dedicated the most time I ever have in a season this year, and I'm five and five. And that was, I just, I was over it. It was pissing me off. And I'm becoming a little hopeless, I guess you would say. And it's sad, but it is what it is. <laughs> I will say after this year, like after that trade, I'm gonna try and set my team up next year, and I'm never doing. I I'm never trading again. I'm just gonna see. I'm gonna ride out with my team, see what happens. If I get an injury, maybe I'll do something. But who knows? Maybe I'll tank two years from now. Next year, we could open up, and I could trade every single person my first five picks for the number one pick that so year. How, who knows? Uh, how many picks do you have now? You have my first, my second. You gave me yes. your third, I think. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so let's see. <clears throat> so right now I got I have two firsts. I got two seconds, two fourths, six. No, so I don't have a fifth. I don't have a seventh or a third. But I got two in the first and second and fourth. No shit. Yep. Who? Uh... Dude, your team was not bad. It's not bad now. I mean, it's it's not great, but it's not terrible. I just want running backs. Yeah, but so still now, got... like, are you just going to ride it out, or are you going to try Because trade deadline, we had said, was tomorrow by the end of the day or something. I thought about trying to trade, like, my, like, my, give someone two second-round picks for, like, I don't a know, stud. someone crazy, a stud, but I also am, like, I don't know, you know, so – um, I kind of just like to, I, if I can make the playoffs, I could maybe do a go on a run. Who knows? Because Bijan, you know, Bijan's great. Brandon Cooks fucking went off last week, but every Cowboys receiver went off last week. Um, Nico Collins is questionable right now, but he's good. Um, Pickens, I don't really still, I don't see him still as a keeper, but he could be. I mean, that was kind of part of your pitch. I don't know if that was just smoke and mirrors. May have been a little bit, but I don't. I could care I less. I didn't have JJ. I think GP. I think he has a massive ceiling and a low floor. Um, yeah. And I mean, each year, like we'll see. Granted, I am a homer because I'm a Steelers. Like, there's no doubt that the guy's a stud. It's just like, can that offense produce points in fantasy football? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think like where I drafted him, I forget what round I got him in the sixth, seventh. I could tell you history. You drafted him seventh, seventh. Yeah. So I think like as a seventh round keeper, late seventh. 
Yeah, depending on who's on your team, I don't think that's a bad keeper pick at all. Do I think it's like the best keeper pick of all time? Probably not. Like depending on who yeah. you have, I do think like it's a it'd good... have to be a sixth round pick though because I don't have a se- I traded you my seventh. So you fucked but yourself. I see him going a like, little top bit. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's other players though too that I could always keep. I mean, um, I uh, drafted like Nico Collins, who's been a stud this year. I drafted him in the eleventh round. Um, Dude, the crazy so, thing is, if you look at like and that's what i think about like drafting versus like when everybody's so quick to give those high picks away like i think like rounds one and two are extremely like i think they're pretty valuable but like look at the third round of this year if i remember right like if you take a look at the third round of our draft this year there were so many fucking busts yeah, Najee, ETN was good, uh, Jameer Gibbs, DK Metcalf, DJ uh, Hawkinson, Amari Cooper, he's been meh for me. Aaron Jones, hasn't he been just kind of meh? I'm trying to think. Let me look this up. Because I remember looking at one of them, and I was like, I don't know if – because people were, like, offered me, like, a fucking third for Justin Jefferson. Like, a, I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like. Now, but a lot of the player, good players were gone. You got to remember, a lot of good players were gone because JT had nine picks in the second round. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Ridley, dude, Ridley sucked. Debo's okay. I got Damian Pierce in the third, which is just the worst fucking pick of all time. Keenan um, Allen's been – he's overperformed. He's actually one of the best receivers this year. God, he threw up 40. Yeah. Um, Amari Cooper's just been somewhat okay. Darren Jones is not, I don't think, very good. Um, and then, yeah, Najee and I think Jameer Gibbs hasn't been doing too much either. <clears throat> Gibbs was having a good year. He might be. I could be just I totally. I will say this is the most uninvolved up in fantasy football. Yeah, dude. The last three games that he's played, Jameer Gibbs has put up 26, 29. Oh, yeah, then I'm fucking just dumb. Um, God, the lines are wagging. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I go back and forth with, with the trading picks and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of on board with like settling it down a little bit, but I don't think mine. I don't think my position for picks next year is too is like super crazy. Like last year, it got out of hand. This year, I don't think it is quite out of hand as it was. Well, I think with that being said, people are a little scared too. Which I would like. I was my one role, which I fucking collapsed at the end because I knew if it was like the right move, I was gonna make a move to get running backs because that's the only thing I feel like my team was really missing. Um. But my rule after Sam won was, like, just make it to the fucking playoffs. I'm not trading any picks. And I think a lot of people are more hesitant to trade picks because, like, before we thought you could just buy it, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be curious to see how this year works. Like, or even next. Like, say JT wins, rattles off a ship, and then next year somebody sells, rattles off a ship. Like, then we could get – maybe it was just a one-off with Sam. Yeah, the one thing that sucks with JT next year is he has Drew's pick, first-round pick. So he's going to have, like, the first overall pick again. Yeah, I mean JT will find a way to swindle somebody. He always does. He just prays. Unless Drew does him dirty and and uh, takes like the fourth worst pick, because technically 
if you win the four the toilet series, you get the first pick, not the last place. That's a new rule I put in. Yeah, so, but I still, yeah. but I which would be funny. Um, yeah, but I also think. Uh, where the fuck was I think? What was I thinking? I don't know. I completely just lost my train of thought. Yeah, I've watched you just it just you just went ghost. <clears throat> oh, I was gonna say, but at the same time, it's like JT. Like if you have a first a top four pick in the draft, like it's probably not the worst thing ever. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't know, but so yeah. What a you've been traveling. Uh, we'll do a new seminar. This should be a new thing that you do on everyone. Is everyone has to t- name their top three shittiest cities that they've been to. My sh- dude, my no. Okay, let's do it. And then I want to name. Okay, let's. I'll name the top three shitty. I fucking hate Des Moines, Iowa. That was by far the worst place I've ever been in my life. I absolutely hate San Jose, California. Okay. Uh, which that had some mixed. San Jose is kind of San Jose. I have buddies who live just south of there. In San Jose, it's kind of a grimy town. It's gorgeous when you go south of it, but the town itself sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, Drew lives in like Carmel by the sea and all that. And, like that's. Beautiful. Oh yeah. I mean, that's like yeah. You can't get better than that. Like San Jose itself, dude, was such a shithole. Um. And then I'm trying to think of my third shittiest. I actually liked Cincinnati as a city, but the people there were so fucking ugly. I can't even put it into words. Like it was just so yeah. ugly walking around. Um, Kansas City wasn't that cool, but I didn't get to explore it. I think Kansas City is a massive bust. I don't know why anyone like. First of all, you're never going to vacation there, and there's good food, but like other than that, sports teams, there's nothing. I want to say it's a top shitty city for me though. So let's do this. Um, you're more of a traveling man than I am, so I'll put mm-hmm. my input. But let's go down the list, and if you had to pick a city that is each person in the league, oh yeah, like what would that person be if they were a city? Okay, all right, this yeah 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 okay. So I am going to stay. Let's start down the line. JT, um. JT gives me massive San Francisco vibes. No, for sure. No, no, no. Samuel gives me Samuel gives me San Francisco vibes. I'm trying to think of like a uh, uh, JT. Bro, JT gives me vibes of just a fucking suburb. Him and Kyle are just neighbors. Milwaukee. JT is definitely a Milwaukee guy. Where he's like, he doesn't like the big city like Chicago, but they got good beers up there. It's on the lake. <laughs> and you can run by the water. Yeah. Who's your, what's yours for JT? Um, I would I'm just going with you. You've traveled more cities than I have. Okay. I just oh, think yeah, yeah. JT would be in so let me think of this. You said Milwaukee. I think JT and Kyle are suburban neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Naperville. They're Naperville cats for sure. Um, okay. So next up, let's just go through the divisions. Uh, next one up is Samuel. I'd say Samuel is – you almost have to say Indianapolis because Samuel, like, is Indy. You know, yeah, like, pretty, baby. it's got to be that one. Uh, Brody, again, kind of has to just give him Miami because, like, that's house music McGee. Can listen to the same – just where we live. <laughs> yeah, we all kind of. Um, 
Mason. I love Mason, so I don't want to give him something shitty, but like so Mason's a down- something shitty. <laughs> no, but like Mason's like a down and dirty, he can be kind of like a grimy guy. Um like if I'm comparing like a city to someone, like uh, an experience with Mason is like the, the tattoo shop that we went into when he was gonna get his tattoo, like that was just like him. So I Albuquerque's a shithole, so I don't want to say he's Albuquerque, but there's say stuff Mason, to do. I would say Mason is like Tucson. Yeah. What, was the, <laughs> what was the city like? What would he be like a Cleveland? Like, like at yeah. one, like at fantasy football wise, at one point, like that older city, they still try and hang on to it, like make it seem like yeah, it just had a total collapse. Um, We're going Cleveland. Um. So next up would be Preston. Fuck Preston. I think Preston's like Omaha because he likes just a bitch. Wouldn't trade me freaking uh, digs. He likes college baseball and um, That's yeah, no almost, like college baseball. Pretty yeah, he seems like he would. He seems <laughs> like he would. Fucking loser. Just kidding. I love Preston, but it's funny to talk shit about him right now. Dakota. Oh shit, Dakota. What is Dakota? Eats, sleeps, and breathes San Diego. Dakota just fucking drinks grease soup, dude. I can't even believe that. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Where's a place that like definitely loves their soup? Portland, Maine. Some nice lobster bisque. I could see Dakota being more of that. Um, or I gotta say San Diego for Dak, just because he never shuts the fuck up about it. Pal, we said was Naperville, but his personality isn't San Diego. Dude, he's going to take offense to that, I'll tell you that. Because he thinks that he is Mr. San Diego. <laughs> Which he is. He like You can ask him about like stuff in San Diego, and he knows where everything is. Like he lo- like, I think he sits on Google Maps and just plays that shit and looks at all the places there. Um, so that's that division. Ross, this is a tough one. You hit me with this a tough Ross, one here. Not, Ross is the third house in the cul-de-sac in the suburb somewhere. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we got Kyle. This is what we're gonna do. Kyle, he's more Naperville. Ross, he's gonna be an Aurora kind of guy. JT's definitely a Bolingbrook dude. Just a little ritzy going on his runs for sure. Um, those are Chicago suburbs. Um, Chip, God, I'm gonna. You know what? Chip's Dallas, and the only reason I say Chip's Dallas is because of the fans in Dallas. They're like your. Cowboys, New York Yankees loving motherfuckers. And for some reason, because they don't have a college team, they like Alabama. And that's Chip. Chip is, you, uh, he's going to take offense that you say that he is not Mr. San Diego. No, he's not Mr. San Diego. No. So let's Screw get that. Clear. You think Dakota is more San Diego than Chip? Than Chip. Yeah, for sure. Chip's more of like a Venice Beach kind of guy. But I'm saying Dallas just because I'm tired of him talking shit. Um, you, oh man, you kind of seem like a Eugene, Oregon kind of guy for sure. You know, you like the oh, you never been sick. Dakota lo- also loves Eugene, Oregon, but also I give you Denver. Um, 
And then Drew, Drew is a, uh, Drew's Peoria, Peoria, Illinois. And the only reason he is is because Claire made him be. <laughs> so here's the question. Does Drew, is Drew going to quit the league because he wins? And I've never, I've, I haven't spent much time around Drew and Claire. Drew, are you quitting the league because you want to quit the league, or are you going to quit the league because you have to quit the league? Dude, how epic would it be if I? We probably shouldn't say this on the pod because he's going to nix it, but I don't care because she speaks for herself. How sick would it be if we can get Claire as a guest on here for the week that we would normally have Drew? Would <laughs> <laughs> she do it? Maybe, <laughs> maybe if we could get if we could convince her potentially, it would have to be a like a she'd have like a ten minute segment. That would actually be a hysterical uh, bit. Yeah, that would be. Dude, we should just, every week we have, like, we don't tell the guys, but, like, we just have their wives on for 10 minutes. <laughs> I've thought about doing that, like, when you weren't going to, like, when you were kind of in the dark and not, like, maybe going to host, I was trying to think of, like, unique things to do. And I was just going to, like, message everyone's significant other and ask them, like, something that they, that this person does that really fucking pisses them off. And that was going to be, like, the segment for each week of, like, why do you do this? <laughs> They had to like back. They had to literally like plead for themselves. But okay, what what state would you give me? You, or what city? Um, just a buttoned up. What's a fucking buttoned up good old boy state? Hmm. I mean, Texas is a buttoned up good old boy state. Yeah, maybe I'd give you Texas or like a fucking nice place in Florida. Oh, I hate Florida though. Hate Florida. We'll go. You can give me. I'm not. I'm not going to give myself something. But okay. But my shittiest cities. Baltimore. And I'm talking. We're going. If we're going big cities, Baltimore is a shithole. No one wants to go there. I would never go to Baltimore in a million years. Never. Um. Memphis. Absolute shithole. The old, the best thing that ever happened in that place was Elvis, and then he died, and now it's all these spots. Oh yeah, like where you oh, go yeah. to die. Yeah, it's where you go to die. Um, El Paso. We're not. Everyone knows El Paso is shitty, so we're not going to throw that one out there. But I will say San Antonio is kind of a shithole a little bit. Um, Albuquerque River Walk. That's the big thing. Is they have a river? Yeah, walk. it's and it's it's dis, it's gross, bro. It's like in the little like the. It's like imagine when you go to imagine when you go to the go to. Uh, like the outlets okay like outlets are sweet but like you know when like there's all you're looking at the people walking around the outlets and you're like i need to get out of here you know yeah it's those kind of people walking around the the river walk but yeah i would say there albuquerque is pretty shitty too most overrated cities in my opinion nashville massively overrated in my opinion hate that place it's nice but i don't like it um what's another overrated one Kansas City, overrated. St. Louis, also a shithole. Actually, St. Louis is definitely beating Albuquerque for me. St. Louis is a shithole. I hate that place. Underrated cities. Minneapolis in the summertime is the best vibe you're ever going to see in your entire life. Minneapolis. I fucking love Minneapolis, dude. It's so weird. Omaha is a sleeper city. And then um, Austin is my shit. Uh, Dallas is coming up on me. People hate Oklahoma City. It's not great, but there's some cool stuff to do. And Charlotte, those are the those are the top dogs for me. Charlotte's sick. I uh... Salt Lake City also. Salt Lake City is very underrated. The only thing that's stuck about is the Mormons. 
I agree no offense to the Mormons. That was a Vince Haynes statement. I will not get canceled. Um, <laughs> Just let me drink more beer. <laughs> so look, fuck the cities. Yep. Before we hop off here, I want to hear one thing. Who is your Mount Rushmore of the league? And that's four. And that's what? Four people, if you didn't fucking know Mount Rushmore. Oh. See, Mount Rushmore. Um, hold on. I don't know, because, like, some people say you have to win to be on Mount Rushmore, but I don't think so. And that's why we ask. So, if we're going Mount my Mount Rushmore, okay? Vince Haynes is Mount Rushmore to myself, obviously, because I think I I think I'm a I'm not a winner in the league by like the actual if you the, the trophy wise, but I'm a winner because I put a lot towards for this country, which is this league. I'm putting myself up there. I am also putting. I you know I want a little brother's uh, Mount Rushmore. I'm going me <laughs> Drew <laughs> Dakota, and you know what I'll do an honorable mention there, and if they. You want to be on it or not, and they can fuck off, or I'm throwing Mason in there. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is by far the worst fucking Mount Rushmore. Can you, can you please make a, uh, like a little meme? By the way, your meme of you over me opening the coffin went so under the radar, and it was by far the best thing ever. But that's, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely going to be the, the picture for this uh, <laughs> this pod. But, yeah, I would say that's my Mount Rushmore. I don't go off of wins. I go off of people who put a lot into this uh, league. And we're all kind of OGs. Um, so. I think me personally, I think that's a fucking horrible list. Um, absolutely. If I, brutal. If, I was going to people, if I was going to people who are on the top, I'm going. No, you're not. You've already said it. That's your Rushmore. We're etching it in. I'm getting the pod going. Yeah. I need a picture of the little brothers and Mason on Mount <laughs> Rushmore. We need to start making merch, dude. Whatever happened to the chip shirts? If we could just get like a, a little brothers Mount Rushmore, dude, we're <laughs> deploying. You're making those. <laughs> Sorry, Mason, but you're you're part of the crew now. That'd be so funny. Um, but with that being said, I got to take a shit and I got to cook before football. So we're hopping off. We'll get the pod rolling a little bit more. Uh, always like being on it. Uh, and I want to leave everybody with one last thing because you're going to be hearing it a lot. I'm back, bitch.